Hi, everyone. I'm John. And I'm Paul. Uh, and this is the Bagged Broadcast. This is a not episode. Uh, this is not episode 200 and... 300. Oh, 300 and three, <coughs> 35. 300, uh, not episode 335. Uh, we get together and we do not episodes when... We are having a hard time getting together, the three of us, to record a full episode. Uh, so we won't have our Week in Geek, our list, uh, kind of just more of a main topic, but something maybe we wouldn't normally talk on the show about. Yeah, something that uh, just strikes our fancy in the moment when we're like, hey, do, we, do you have time? I have time. Do you have? Okay. Let's get together. Let's get together and talk like we would normally talk about stuff, uh, but... We'll record it and put it on the internet because that's what millennials do. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and we were having a conversation before we recorded where Paul was like, hey, we should just talk about this on the show. Exactly. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, people's lives get in the way uh, or wives. My wife went down to uh, Florida and was visiting Chris, so we didn't record because <laughs> they were having fun at Disney World. Yeah. Or land. Which one's down in Florida? World. World. Land is in California. Gotcha. I never remember that. I will always ask. Hollywood land is where? That would be in California. Exactly. Because you remember the Hollywood sign used to be Hollywood land sign. So therefore, Disneyland is near Hollywood land. Mm. There you go. There we go. Or I think the real Disney people are screaming right now. You know, the people that actually really like listening to Chris and are like, we're turning this off now because Chris isn't here. <laughs> He's not there, and they know nothing <laughs> about, about Disney. Disney. Uh, well, well, I guess I know nothing. You know something. Well, no. Uh, land is smaller than the world, right? And Disney World is the larger of the two, and that's the one down in Florida. Gotcha. Though California is a larger state, both by capita and by landmass. So that might confuse you. So remember Hollywood Land and Disneyland. That's how I would do it. Gotcha. And we're not drinking and, a beer uh, from either of those two states. We might not be doing uh, our normal topics, but we will be drinking as always. Because we drive each other to drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week, uh, or right now, what we're drinking is another one of these specialty uh Barrel Works series from Southern Tier. Uh, this is, again, to promote their overly priced Southern Tier distillery that they opened up. I just saw a couple of their bottles at the local Premier um, just liquor store, and I, was, I shook my head. I'm like, <laughs> I just can't bear, bear myself to pay those prices for, uh, for alcohol. But I will... Bear, Bury those prices for a good beer. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not sure if this is one of those good beers. This is the Manhattan Ale Brewed with Cherry Juice and Aged in Bourbon Barrels. Normally, you're like, Paul, bourbon barrels. You're going to love that no matter what kind of swills in there. And this is their own bourbon barrels. This is their first run of bourbon that they mm-hmm. had done, and they aged it in those. Uh, on the nose... You get that little, like, it's meant to taste like the classic cocktail in Manhattan, mm-hmm. which is basically just, what, it's... Bourbon with bourbon cherry. cherries. Mm-hmm. We should probably look that probably up. Probably will look it up, but no, it's definitely got bourbon in it, and it's definitely got a cherry down on the bottom. 
It's almost like an old-fashioned, but I think it's without, like, the bitters. Huh. I think. Well, then, you're wasting your time, people. Um, but this, to me, tastes like a cocktail that would have bitters in it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look it up. This uh, this is a 14.1% alcohol by, by, by Valium beer. So, uh, listeners, get ready for this to go off the rails anytime now. Um, but also on this bottle... It's bottled November 16, 2016, uh, and it also, they ask their own questions and give their own answers. Are we a craft brewery? Are we a craft distillery? Yes and yes. So there's your advertisement. There's your there's your uh, tie-in to them having opened up their distillery this past year. Um, did that give you enough time to look that up? No, because I have to put my birth date in to go to this. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, okay, so uh, it's bourbon. Vermouth, bitters, cherry. Mm. So, uh, so they're using a sweet vermouth, not a dry vermouth on this, right? And you get to me, I get that bitters. You get the little bit mm-hmm. of tartness. You get that cherry. We're drinking this uh, a little too cold, very chilled. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we'll straight let from this, a fridge. Let this open up a little bit more, and we'll have something different to say at the end of that. I do got. It does have a very nice, robust cherry flavor. It's a it's not an overly sweet maraschino cherry, but it's a, but it does have a sweetness, but it does have a dark, richer kind of cherry flavor to it. And like you said before, we recorded this very barley winey, mm-hmm. uh, but also masking that fourteen point one percent, point nine percent, pretty pretty darn smooth for mm-hmm. that high. Uh, but but I that's think because that, of the over sweetness. I of think it. that yeah, that sweetness really covers this up. It's it's not. A bad beer. Uh, Price point though. retailing between seventeen ninety nine and like twenty one ninety nine. I think I picked this up for twenty one ninety nine. Then yeah, you I was like, Ooh. you should have got it for me. Yeah, it's seventeen. Uh, would be better. That would have been better. It's from a reputable place. I don't think it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely something I would want to split with more than two people. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's so sweet right now. Um, At, um, and when, like when we did the old fashioned, we did it with the with the cocktail itself. I'm and also, not, it wasn't a bomber. It, we split a. I bought the four pack of those Imperial Gingers. Uh, the uh, improved old fashioned. Oh, from oh yeah, yeah and yeah. that's twenty two ninety nine for that. And it was from Brooklyn. Yeah, and okay. I think I would pay that price for the improved old fashioned over this. Because one, it's one of the greatest tasting Christmas owls, mm-hmm. uh, where this is a uh, very tart cherry. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's good. It's not great. Uh, it's starting to warm up in here in Buffalo. Last week we had a bit of a blizzard, <laughs> uh, but with the the weather changing comes a new season of beers, and uh, we're just going to talk about seasonal beers coming out, what we look for and want in those beers and uh, just the beer styles that we're digging right now. It's just going to be a big old conversation about beer. Yeah, uh, and we promise that we probably will not cry during this nut episode, <laughs> unlike our movies talk, where movies we started talk, talking yeah. about uh, The Greatest Generations. <laughs> how they make us cry, because we're snowflakes. We <laughs> apparently. are. Apparently so. Big old pussies right here. <laughs> uh, uh, so spring. It's definitely one of my top four favorite seasons it's definitely in the top four uh, it's number four number four it's number my f- least favorite of the seasons 
but no, this is where I really want to open up and get into Belgians again and those white ales. Like, those are the two styles that I gravitate more to. Before, I would be like, oh, and IPAs, too, and double IPAs. I'd start drinking them again. But now I just drink IPAs and double IPAs year long. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no season for that. No season uh, except all the seasons. IPAs, no, no, no seasons. Yes. They're always. Especially now with every week it's like, oh, you got to grab the fresh one from this brewery and the fresh one from this one. And this guy has a fresh, like, uh, constant bombardment. It's hard to keep up, but uh, it's a delicious endeavor. Yes, and you you really missed last week when I had those uh, deep cuts. Uh, no, the uh, treehouse beers. Uh, yeah, I did because uh, they were fantastic. This looked really good. Super the hazy, crazy hazy. Uh, so that's what we're kind of into right now, right? Those it hazy. Is. The hazy, juicy, juicy beer. I'm really digging. What do you mean by juicy? Because when you say juicy, I'm thinking about like biting into rind and all of a orange or some citrus fruit. Definitely having the citrus, but it could be mangoey. It can be Mm pineapple-y. Like just like a juicy IPA and Mm -hmm. not a beer that's been given those flavors uh, like Look out the, for this summer, because that's going to be the craze. You know, it, and it is, it's taking a beer that already has some of that citrus quality and then flavoring it up with flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you see it right, right now. Um, Ellicottville Brewery, which is local, has Keeping It Peeled. Keeping It Peeled, but like... Uh, Brooklyn has there. Oh, I'm sorry. Keeping It Peeled was brewed... With those, it wasn't mm-hmm. already an IPA, and then they citrused it up. But like Green Blaze from Long Trail has released a variety pack where you get the Green Blaze, mm-hmm. you get the grapefruit Green Blaze, you get the other flavored Green Blaze, mm-hmm. and you get another Green Blaze. Yeah, we got Sculpin as well with yeah. grapefruit and also pineapple Sculpin. And then I was going to mention the Brooklyn Ninjart Ninja Ninjart Naranjito. Naranjito. But again, that is brewed with that in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the sidecar from Sierra Nevada. We had that on the thing. It was supposed to be a pal with orange, and it just was a malt bomb that tasted awful. Mm-hmm. That also may have put glass in our system. <laughs> yes. It may have. It may have. Uh, but I, I have a bigger problem, and not that I have a huge problem, mm-hmm. but with the beers that are already good beers that they're flavoring up. If it's a beer that they're brewing with those flavors in mind i'm a little more understanding and going at i'll go after mm-hmm. that but keeping appealed they add the the flavoring to it as well from ellicottville yeah but it's not an already base ipa that then they're oh, okay you know it's it, they, they, so not you have a bigger already, you have a bigger problem with sculpin and green flash and, and any of those breweries that do that they already have that base standard ipa mm-hmm. and then they pineapple it or they do this with it or they spice it up with the jalapeno version of it. Right. Uh, But no, that juiciness that comes just really from those hops, those big big flavors from those and Mm -hmm. those hazy uh, um, New England style IPAs, they're almost like a breath of fresh air compared Mm -hmm. to the other IPAs that we've been having lately because I feel like I'm almost getting almost a little stale with those and like the 
the double IPAs that you and I have been drinking on show and really enjoying are now not made to just be a double IPA that is a slow sipper. They're double IPAs that have been made to be crushable and yeah. slammable and drink them down really, really smooth. And those ones, like uh, Space Kitty that we have, mm-hmm. you know, it's got that the Citra hops in it that makes it so easy to drink. So easy to drink. It even it evens it out mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I've been just loving those. Those double IPAs that Space have been Space Kitty is really good from Robach. Um, I have a four-pack of that down upstairs, too. Oh, let's, throw, get, let's throw this out and go <laughs> drink some of those. Uh, but no, I've been I've been enjoying that and big time. I've been enjoying those <laughs> IPAs. Uh, it's almost given me, a, like, IPAs a, a new life for me. Because mm-hmm. I was feeling kind of stale in the IPA realm. Yeah, well, because... Like it seemed for a while, we we you know it's we're in this big bust or a big boom, not a bust, but a big boom of uh, the craft brew market. Like, and if you have a craft brewery, you have to launch with a really strong IPA, or otherwise people just an IPA, or just an IPA, and hope that people will like you anyways. Uh, but no, if you and then have those kind of quirky beers that give that local flavor. I'm looking at you, resurgence. Your IPA sucks. <laughs> Most of your beer kind of sucks. But you got that whole, oh, it's sponge candy. Now let's, now you say most. Mm-hmm. I say all. Okay. Uh, I'm just not interested in resurgence. Um, and I feel bad because they're a local brewery that we should be supporting them, but I just can't get behind it. Uh, Much yeah. like New York Beer Project. Oh, yeah. That place depresses me each and every time I go there. I'm like, it's such a drive for me, one. It's a drive for me too. It's not as and bad then as it's you. in an it's in an island. Yeah, because it's not like you're going any like to get to any other brewery that you'd want to go to. It's a drive. Yeah, it's not like one of the ones that you're like, well, let's stop in here for five minutes because it's not five like, minutes down the road. It's not like going to and pardon us, pardon us, listeners. It's not like going to Forty Two North. Forty Two North for me mm-hmm. is bad. A little bit more of a drive. Mm-hmm. Than you to New York Beer Project, but to me going there, it's worth it because the beer is spot on. Mm-hmm. It's great. They have everything on tap, and you get good service. Yeah, <laughs> because the and the head brewer will come out and be like, "What are you guys drinking?" <laughs> and you're like, oh, "Well, also when you're like, hey, we know we, we know, know a person Scott. that knows you." Yeah. So, does he still do the show with is it producer Scott? Uh, not as much. Not as much. Yeah. And uh, we took about a four-hour uh, detour outside of recording on the show. So, yeah, we talked about 42 North. Uh, well, we're plus with brewer. so many different breweries. And that's a place where we would be uh, definitely interested in taking that long drive, where there's some places that aren't worth it. Um, Wilson Woodcock Brothers is Woodcock some place Brothers. I would be interested in taking that drive up to. Especially with the release of XPA 10 and 11 that have come out this weekend. That Two different ones. One day. One day. Kind of ridiculous, Woodcock. <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Uh, but I appreciate it. And it's, uh, it's so it's worth gonna it. It's going to be so good. Uh, It'll be worth it. Where If we go downtown... You have, or, you know, in the city proper, in Buffalo, you have Flying Bison. Eh, Flying Bison, I say, is South Buffalo. That's not... Hit or miss. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Old First Ward, Old which First you pick Ward. up the Pale Ale. 
And uh, the other stuff I hear is they do a great job. Everything they've been doing is great. Um, I wish I got a little. We got a little more traction with those guys elsewhere because mm-hmm. it's one that I always forget. It's a place we should go. Well, next time you know Chris comes in to visit, we're going to Gene McCarthy's beginning of May. Yeah, uh, Community Beer Works, mm-hmm. uh, Thin Man. I, I, I Thin Man's on Elmwood. You know, Resurgence and Community Beer Works are on the same street. You know, they're one's elevated more than the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, thin and then man, ditch, big ditch, big ditch. Um, like they're all within five miles of each other, though. Like yeah, they're all really close. And like to me, Thin Man is a place you go, you get four or five crawlers, and then go home and drink them because it's seven dollars for a goblet, or oh. it's nine dollars for a crawler. <laughs> And it just makes, to me, it makes more sense to grab something and go than to actually sit there and drink because... I haven't had any of the Thin Man items. I've had a couple, and, and like, some of them are really good, Mm -hmm. and some of them are okay. Just like any place, you know? Like, we brought home Cigar City stuff, two of the Crowlers were great. Oh, that chocolate chip pancake. Uh, one of them just wasn't it, mm-hmm. and then we opened up the one bottle, and it was great. We opened up the other bottle, it wasn't great. You know, mm-hmm. like, in Thin Man, they're such a small place putting out sours, IPAs, stouts. Mm-hmm. They're doing such a crazy variety of things. Yeah, you're going to have a couple good IPAs, yeah. and you have a couple bad IPAs. The stuff I have had from them I thought were really good. We had that dry Irish stout from them that was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh but to me, it's a place... That was during a not episode, right? No, that yeah. was at uh, John and Caitlin's Oktoberfest. Oh. You were super drunk. You're welcome. <laughs> I wasn't that drunk. Not as drunk as everybody, uh, some other people. Uh, yes, there were a lot more. There were a lot more extremely drunk people. But Paul was having a great time. I was having... I was having the median amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> I was not the average amount of time. The median amount of time. <laughs> Paul was pounding some beers. He he was enjoying himself. Uh, but to me, Thin Man is not a place I want to go sit and drink. It's a place I want to have their beers. Mm. Where to me... See, Thin Man seems like a restaurant that has plenty of seating. It's open. It doesn't... I don't think it'll ever feel all that crowded. Where Resurgence... Like you kind of like get shoved to the corners quite yeah. a bit, but that they, they uh, also big ditch seems like it can get crowded. That it it's huge. If you go in there to sit mm-hmm. and eat when it's not busy, well, that's what it, I'm saying. It's 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 gigantic. Mm-hmm. The bar's really long and big. They have upstairs. They have whole other room. Like yeah. if you're not just sitting in the first room, okay, it's it's there's tons of room. Um. But thin, like Thin Man, and the reason I don't want to be in there is I'm not getting the value for the beer. Like the beer, yeah, yeah. When you can walk away for two more dollars and get mm. three beers out of a can than a goblet, you know, yeah, one yeah. little goblet, and you can take that variety in there. And it's crawlers too, which is nice because it's sealed and it's just ready to go whenever you're it's ready. ready. Go whenever you want. So I mean, like it. I don't know. Crawler is a canned growler for anybody not. It's a like a half growler, what thirty two ounces, mm-hmm. uh, in a giant can. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, it's just it, speaking drinking local. I mean, they're, they're, they're making that New England. They have some of those New England IPAs mm-hmm. that I really like. They're making those juicy IPAs as well as the Imperials that we like, like Space Kitty, that mm-hmm. Paul and I drank off show. Uh, yep, we finished it. <laughs> we finished it. Um, but also, it's, you know, good IPAs, good sours, good everything. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good time to be a beer drinker, especially in these cities that are <laughs> getting all these little breweries. Okay, so other than double IPAs and those big juicy uh, New England IPAs, it's spring. Because we've we already established those IPAs year round. You're right. They know no season. You know what I'm like? I said white IPA or white ales and Belgians. What what do you like during I'm the spring? I'm enjoying a good wheat right now. Okay. A weedy a weedy wheat. I, I see. Those are the things that I just can't handle in my stomach for some reason. I'm not a gluten pe- person. Well, I can understand. I can, I can understand gluten. some of those things where you just you're like you, you feel a little more bloated mm-hmm. from it. Yeah. But I feel that way too from certain Belgians with those yeast that heavy yeast. yeast. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying those because also those wheats lend themselves to some of those fruit flavors. Hmm. Um, they usually mix with the fruit. Like the Southern Tier had that raspberry wheat. That's the out raspberry now. white. That's it's, it's nice. It's a little tart. I haven't had one yet. I have six packs sitting in my fridge ready to go. It's nice. I, I, I do enjoy it. Um, I think I was slightly thinking a little more sweet, and it's a little more tart. Oh, good. Um, I'm actually more excited about that. A little tart and a little dry, which is nice. It's mm-hmm. an enjoyable hot day beer. What percentage is that? Uh, it's like under five or above five? I'd say between five and six, somewhere okay. in there. Somewhere in there. No, I'll look it up while you, you um, keep talking about liking your wheats. But I am enjoying. I'm enjoying some of those wheats. They're nice, easy drinking, lighter beers. Uh, I actually recently had the Jack's Abbey House Lager, and I really enjoyed that beer. Like, yeah, it's just a lager. There's not four point six. Four point six. Uh, like the House Lager wasn't. Uh, it had a nice little sweetness to it. It mm-hmm. was more than just your normal, like, yeah, German mass-produced kind of lager. It was a nice it was a nice beer. And I'm enjoying those kind of ideas of drinking these on a hot day, even though we haven't hit those days yet. We thought we were going to hit those days <laughs> back in February. We've had a couple of them. And then all of a sudden we got a blizzard. Blizzard. Which I came in from shoveling that day for the second time and opened up a barrel-aged... Yeah, oh, that's what I was stop. doing, too. I was like, nope, this is a bourbon, this is a bourbon barrel-aged day. Yeah. I feel like you saw that I had that, so you had to copy me. No, I drank it, and then I just started checking in, and I'm like, oh, was oh John is also drinking. Yeah, I had the... Uh, we haven't had it on show. Uh, we're going to wait till Because Chris has a bottle of this, so we're going to try to drink it all together. I want you to work in a job where people know that you're one of the people that have the phone calls about whether or not to open or close for the day. <laughs> because whenever it snows, it's the worst effing day in the world. Because all I get is shit about being open. Right? Uh, and it's like... It's not even that bad out. <laughs> right? Well, I, I had that, do I call off or do I go in? If I go in, I know I have to work other departments, mm-hmm. and I don't just get to sit around and play in beer. And I have to do a bunch of 
manual labor now, <laughs> or do I call off and just get paid for it and use mm-hmm. a, use a day? Yeah. Well, people in an office forget that they can actually use time off, and they just blame me for coming in. <laughs> and I'm like, if you didn't want to come in, you have personal time. Like, yeah, you, you could you take, take it. it like, there was no reason... The roads are cleared. There's no travel bans. There's no closure of roads. The the uh, road the the plowers came in. Our park our parking lot is clear. Our sidewalks are shoveled. There's no reason for me to close. Like I cannot close the building. Like the ball was in your court and you chose to come here. Don't blame me. Like yeah. it's yeah, you get a call though. Like it's not my fault. I hemmed and hawed for like an hour and a half. And then went into work. And then went home early. So, I chose to do that. <laughs> uh, if I had called off, I would have gotten paid for the whole day. I went home early. I didn't get paid for two hours. hours. Nice. Three hours. Yeah. I worked the whole day. Hey, good for you. And caught shit the whole day. <laughs> mine, was, mine was Wednesday. <laughs> it wasn't even the day of the really bad storm. I left when the, like it stopped snowing and it was sunny out. <laughs> And snow was melting. Uh, but anyway. And partly I didn't want to close the building because I didn't want to believe it was that bad enough to stop us from playing Pandemic Legacy that day. <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, coming, coming from our place, we got down there and then having to drive back. Yeah. I mean, we had a. We, we, I canceled when I was out there shoveling the first time. Mm-hmm. And I we had to shovel three times. And then yeah. the next day we got plowed. Because the accumulation was that bad. I, I shoveled when I got home. I shoveled one more time at night, and then I shoveled the next morning. Yeah. Well, snowblowed because you know you're a snowblowing machine. I'm snowblowing machine. I got a huge snowblower. Hey. You have a riding lawnmower, so. Oh. Y- y- I got a huge yard though. <laughs> I I got a fall right away. <laughs> Snow, <laughs> but being cold sucks. It does. Uh, so beer, beer. Wheat ales, huh? I, I'm enjoying those wheats right now. Yeah. I you just, know what I can't get behind? What? IPLs. I uh, I just don't understand it. Like, what? Why? Yeah. It's a hoppier version of a lager, yeah. but it's a lager has to be cold. It's like a cold process to... Brew yeah. a lager, right? And it, I mean, it's lager yeast and the more lager malts and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. Um, I'm just not. I just don't love. Really, I just don't love it. I don't mm-hmm. think it works. I've tried. I've tried many. I don't think I have any that I'm like, mm, yeah, that works. Oh. Where black IPAs, I miss them. I miss that they're around because I enjoyed that hoppy maltiness. Yeah. I think I'm done with that. You know, we just we both had the uh, twin twin roads or two roads, two roads, two roads. Uh, their black IPA. I forgot Lesser what it's called. Than evil or something like that. And I think I'm just not a fan of that maltiness with my IPA anymore. I just want a straight up IPA instead of like a malt just gumming up the works. Yeah, and I like, didn't uh, even rate it. I should rate that. When we, I mean, when I had it, I let you know. I was like, it, it's good. Mm-hmm. It delivers exactly what I expect out of a black IPA or a Cascadian Cascadian. Dark Ale. It delivered everything. It's good. 
but Carpathian uh, River of Slime. <laughs> River of Slime. <laughs> uh, but I said, like, mm-hmm. it's good. It delivers what it is. I like it, but I don't love it. It's not the best one I've had, but it definitely is up there as a good one. But, yeah, I think just because it's so out of what we're drinking because yeah. you can't find them anymore that, yeah, it's not that great. Well, well, I got into black IPAs because I wasn't quite ready to get into IPAs yet, and that was a good... I'm going to say false. Really? Because we were having those back... We went to Ithaca mm-hmm. and had 14 anniversary, and that was the first hoppy black ale we ever had. And we went to Ithaca because your favorite beer was... Flower Power. Flower Power. You were Mm -hmm. a hop person then. That was... But Flower Power was the exception to the rule. No, that... I mean, we we went there because we loved Flower Power. Mm -hmm. We were a hoppy podcast then. Yeah, yeah. We were flower children by then. Were we your Green Lantern podcast? (laughs) We might have been starting... Uh, or we were the Batman uh, podcast at that point. We were starting to be the Batman. No, we're like you got your stuff on Rue. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were starting to become the Batman podcast at that point, and then now we're just the eh, whatever came out this month. We don't know. <laughs> Nothing's good anymore. <laughs> He's tough. It is tough being a comic book fan right now. It's just yeah. It's tough spending that. Money on a it's a time it's a not weekly so much. series I, yeah I just don't no weekly series has really hooked me where I feel like I need to stop at a red light and also pick up the book and read <laughs> it at the same time um, and also because it's digital I'm also the kind of fan where I'm like oh, I'll pick it up whenever I think about it next and then I never think about it next right until it's like hey what books do we have for this month and I'm like screw oh. Man, what? I said I was going to buy this, this, well, and this. Yeah, and so I, I better buy, buy them all. Uh, Joey and Peter, the Alone mm-hmm. Boys, uh, they um, they were reading Old Man Logan. Peter, the, Jeff- the guy that hits on my wife. Yes. <laughs> uh, they were reading the Old Man Lear, mm-hmm. uh, Logan, the Jeff Lemire thing, and they were talking about how much they liked it. And it just so happened that they were running a uh, Marvel was running yeah. a buy one get one free of their stuff. So I bought the first two volumes. You know, mm-hmm. it was nine dollars trade yeah. basically, and I was like, you nine dollars for two trades. I'll pay that versus seventeen dollars for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I blew through those in two days. I read both trades. Well, was it that was, good? It was good. Um, it captured me. It was done. It was a great art. Uh, Sarantino again with, with oh. Lemire. So the two work great together, uh, but yeah, that was the first time in a little in a long time where I've just been like, I gotta plow through these. Mm-hmm. Um, the new the new Green Lantern, held held in the Green Lantern. I had that mm-hmm. with Vanditti, and then I do that with Saga. I buy the issues yeah. and then I burn through them all in one big mm-hmm. one big thing. I like the Greg Rucker run. I like there's nothing that I don't like about the Wonder Woman Greg Rucker run. But then again, there's nothing that I really love about it where I'm like, gotta read it. Gotta read it. It's you know, not it's like, like, it's good. It's not your Azarello, you yeah. have to read it. Mm-hmm. Much like, I mean, Scott Snyder's Batman was that thing week to week you mm-hmm. had to read what was going on. And yeah, I'm, it's hard to find those things maybe because we've been so turned off by, in a way, with DC, a company that we 
love and cherish those characters, and then they took the things that we love mm-hmm. about those and gave and us... made a new continuity. Gave us four years of a books that totally Didn't. made us drop off of being those fans. And then are trying to make us come back, but not really, because it's a half-step again. Yeah. Like, it all feels like half-steps over at DC. Like, they're just... Well, they can't, they can't just say they, they're going back to... Mm-hmm. Like, the whole Superman thing, where it's... No, no, there was that younger Superman, and he's dead now, and it's the older Superman that you all liked. Remember him? He's back now, with a kid. But he doesn't have a relationship with Batman, or... So everything that you were upset about, like, losing, is still lost. Yeah. But it's that character again. Yeah. We're no. Try- we're trying, but we're not. It's, it's a ha- it's all half steps, and it's just really Marvel, annoying. I mean, geez, every couple issues, it's it's a restart it's a of the restart, character, and there's no. It just feels like there's no commitment on Marvel mm-hmm. side. Yeah, because even their new take is really an old take. If you step it back far enough, see our yelling at each other episode <laughs> for She Hulk uh, about that. Yeah, and I mean like the. The Hawkeye mm-hmm. with Kate Bishop has been really good. Yeah, and but that's going back to when she first moved away from in Matt Fraction's yeah. run. Where but it's she... a different it's a different writer bringing that same yeah that same uh, bringing it. They're bringing mm-hmm. the same that storyline, that same character. You know, but they're uh, I'm sorry, I've been drinking and I'm super tired. Kelly Thompson is uh, writing. Yeah, but she's bringing the same level that Fraction brought to that character. You know, they're not changing it any bit, Mm -hmm. or it's not... It's weak. It's good. It's the same level. It's exactly... It's the same take, and and it's it's delivering the same quality. It's delivering the same quality that you wouldn't know you're going from Fraction to another another writer. Mm -hmm. Um, And Aaron still doing a great job with the Thor books. Aaron suffers from me. You know, I'm the comic book writer where it's like... Aaron's now suffering that Aaron awesomeness. Yeah. Where it's, no, it's awesome. But it's been so awesome for so long that now awesome's no longer awesome. It's just that level yeah. set where you're like, oh, I guess that was good. But if I if that was my first Jason Aaron Thor book, I would be like, that was friggin' awesome! Yeah. But I've gotten it for so long. It's that Snyder Batman thing where Snyder was so spectacular on Batman. You know. Every storyline, how can he outdo himself? Do and he outdoes himself. Mm-hmm. Or, or delivered the same kind, you know, the yeah. same level where it just, where it just kind of, you know, you're kind of just reading for reading's sake and you're no longer plus by it. <laughs> yeah. Which is sad. Hey, a little comic book talk in a yeah. beer section. Hey, and we've gotten uh, 35 minutes Hey. Uh, record to time. Uh, we had a lot more friend time than we had some good friend time. Which sometimes time. Paul and I we don't we get little glimpses of that uh, before, in the middle, and after a podcast. Mm-hmm. And we definitely did that in the middle today. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we should be back hopefully on a more regular schedule um, coming up. Yeah, we got our March Madness uh, comic book creator bracket coming up soon. Uh, Which I'm the only person who's put in his votes. Nobody else has done anything. I think I helped you with those votes, though. So I'm just thumbing up your votes and saying, yes, that's what we're going to go with. Okay. (laughs) Because that Kelly Thompson, 
That was my pick. You did remind me how good that. Mm-hmm. It was only like we've only gotten a couple of issues, but it is still good. <laughs> we've only read a couple of issues. We've gotten more than a few issues, <laughs> but it's been good. Uh, so look forward to that. Uh, maybe we'll even skip that if we have other books to talk about. But I think that's basically it. Like uh, state of the podcast is now it'll still be coming out. We're just you know busy. Yeah. And, and it's hard to when uh, April fourth when Rogue One comes out on Blu-ray DVD, Ooh. I'm buying that. That'll be good. Day and date, boom in your face. Mm-hmm. Day and date. <laughs> I'm just excited to watch that movie again. Like the more I think about that movie, the more I like it. Even when I said like it was just like the combine, like I just like it. It's, it's a good movie. You're the one. You were the one out of the three that was like. Well, it's its own thing. It doesn't really tie into the rest I mean, of the Star Wars universe. But the more I like think about it and like just let it be its own thing, its own capsulated story, it's, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> because, of it. because it is its own exactly. encapsulated thing. Definitely. It's not a negative. It, sometimes you just need to say, Paul, all the things that you're listing as a negative is actually a positive. <laughs> You won't do it at the time. You have to come up with these on your own. I'll be like, oh my goodness, you're right. It is a positive. No, you'd argue about that. Too. Yeah, I probably would. Until <laughs> you came around on your own. Mm-hmm. And much like you listeners, come around to your own and rate us and review us over at iTunes. Email us, contact at baganboardcast.com, uh, which I'll probably have to change that email because I'm paying money for that email address for no reason. Um... And, and uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, fa- definitely face- yeah, Facebook, definitely is- Facebook. Also, you know, every month we do a trade and policy. We're always looking for something that we may have looked past. So if you have something to recommend that we haven't talked about or maybe we missed out on, yeah, uh, definitely plus us on this. We've had more positives with those uh, listener recommendations than we have had negatives. And the only time we had a negative is Paul bought the wrong book. Yep. 